Let out that cheer for Jesus today. Coming to yeah Hello, and thanks for listening to the Moravian Church Without Walls podcast. I'm Justin. Uh, you're listening to the Daily Text Series, and today is Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. And I'm excited that noise you heard at the top of the podcast is because we have a brand new guest reader on the podcast today. And what's even more exciting is I'm sitting in the room and get to hear this recorded live. Our guest reader for today is Betsy Miller. She is a pastor and the president of the Provincial Elders Conference of the Northern Province of the Moravian Church in North America. That seems like a lot of words. Betsy, did I get that right? I didn't talk to More or less, it's good enough. More or less, go. Yeah, it's good to be in the room with you, Justin. Fair enough. Well, I better get the introduction right when I'm here. So I'll admit that sometimes I don't get my own name right when I start doing this. But we're excited to have you, Betsy, and uh, maybe have some questions. Stick around at the end of the podcast and hear a little bit more about what that title is and what that means for the church. But I would also remember that you can be a guest reader on this podcast. Go to dailytextpodcast.org, sign up, and you can hear your voice on this podcast soon. But with that, let's hear some more of Betsy's voice. So it's March 5th, and the watchword for today from Proverbs 4:18: The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. And from John 8:12, Jesus said, Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. Well, as I was thinking about it, March 5th is Mardi Gras. Oh, man. So I'm thinking of all the lights that will be on in New Orleans and maybe throughout the night and into the dawn of the next day as people are celebrating the day before Ash Wednesday and the beginning of Lent. But those are kind of artificial lights compared to the kind of light that Jesus offers us. And so Jesus said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. And that's more than a flashlight. That's an inner light. And I think what I think of is not only will we walk in that light, but we will be bearers of that light and bring more light with us wherever we go in the world. So we're sort of mini reflections or perhaps even flashlights on the way for people in this world. And the prayer for today, God, you are the light of the world that cast out all darkness. We pray that our lives be lighthouses that send forth your hope into the world so that others may be drawn into your redeeming love. Amen. Betsy, thanks for being a guest reader for the first time on the podcast. Hope you'll be back plenty of times. Uh, and for everybody who listened, I'm sure they found your remarks enlightening, uh, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's why I put this at the end of the podcast, so I can come up with jokes. But I really want to give you some time. It's the first time we've had uh, a PC president, a president of a, a Unity province on the podcast. And just speak a little bit about your role and that specifically in the northern province here in uh, North America. Well, sure. Um, PC president... Uh, well, the PEC in general here, we exist to equip congregations and members and our mission statement to be agents of God's transforming love in the world. And I have a two-hour lecture on that I could bore you with, but it really means that we exist to help other people be that light in the world. And from my perspective, I think of it as a bunch of ever-widening concentric circles. So I, it's not just me. I mean, I'm one of many, one among equals of the eight members of the PEC, and then also with the staff here in the provincial office and around. And so we you know, work with PEC, we work with the staff, we work with the pastors, we work with the lay leaders, so that it, it's like that 
stone in the pond and the ripples kind of thing, it just keeps spreading out. And, you know, PEC does stuff like um, placing pastors. I mean, that's what the districts do. And uh, fulfilling synod legislation and dealing with benefits and all sorts of things like that. And, and just really whatever it takes to run a church and to be a responsible part of who we are in the world and we interface with the unity we interface with our ecumenical partners that's most days it's a lot of fun <laughs> that's great <laughs> so as you think about that now and the work that's kind of entrusted to you and the PEC is there anything in particular um, our listeners could be in prayer for for uh, for the ministries of the northern province prayers of thanks prayers of guidance strength whatever, whatever that might be is there anything that's kind of on your heart now to lift up well there's two things that I've been working on pretty hard I mean not just me alone but certainly been uh, we just purchased a, a, a church on the south side of Bethlehem here in Pennsylvania for Esperanza Iglesia Esperanza for Bethlehem which is a ministry with Latinx folks and we want to make that a thriving ministry with a building of their own and that's going to take a lot of work because it's um, it's a fixer-upper as we would say the other thing that we're working on is a synod mandate to require all our pastors to uh, receive anti-racism training and we're taking that in a really holistic way, starting first with our clergy of color and how they might find that to be an authentic journey for us in a predominantly white province. And we don't want that to just be some one-hour webinar that you click and go, okay, I'm done, but to be a real opportunity and experience for, for people to engage in who are we as a culture and who are we as followers of Christ when it comes to how we treat our brothers and sisters. That's great. I mean, as you talk about being agents, you know, yep. right, comes to my head of, you know, like a James Bond type thing, the, the wide skill set and range and different <laughs> missions that fall into that. And here, as you talk about um, the physical home and then also like kind of like the spiritual welcoming and things of folks. And, I think of change agent. Yeah. You know, maybe, I mean, yeah. agent, you know, you can be a travel agent. Mm-hmm. You can be a change agent. You can be a spy agent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I, <laughs> I don't see myself that way. But. <laughs> Yeah, and we particularly use the word agent as opposed to something less active. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of catalyst, mm-hmm. you know, chemical action agent, those kinds of things. So Great. Yeah. And so you, you live in Bethlehem. My last question will be, how many, estimating, how many days a year do you think you actually sleep in Bethlehem? Oh, uh, it goes in spurts. You know, <laughs> in a synod year, a lot less because I'm doing pre-synod meetings or, you know, stuff like that. But, uh say about 80 percent of the time i'm here nice fantastic well thank you for joining uh, the podcast i know folks can't see you when on the podcast but i would encourage them to come out at the next time that you're visiting uh, their local area of the church or connection and somewhere around the unity they'll probably see you soon i'd love to say hi thanks thanks betsy The 2019 Moravian Daily Text that you heard today is copyright 2018 IBOC Moravian Church in America and used with permission. If you want to get a copy of the Moravian Daily Text, sign up for the Daily Text email, or just learn more about the Moravian Church or this tradition, go to moravian.org. You are listening to MC 1457, The Lamb.